Attention all civilians. You're listening to TalkZone.com. Internet Talk Radio. TalkZone.com. You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. I don't know if anybody would disagree with the statement that we have an illegal immigration problem at the border with Mexico. I don't know how anybody could argue that point. Um, There are solutions down there trying to happen, and apparently they're doing only moderately successful. And then there are some solutions that are being presented that I don't know that they're in the right hands yet because it doesn't seem like... Anything's happening. Uh, Keith and I uh, did some uh, more study by watching a new documentary that's recently been released called Border. And we've invited uh, the filmmaker who uh, produced the movie Border, Chris Burgard, to join us. And he has a very, very interesting four-point solution that he would like to present. And, you know, we'd really like you to listen up to this today, folks, because... If this makes sense, there's a place where you can sign, I believe, a petition to see if you can uh, maybe get this happening. So we would please uh, ask you to welcome to the show Chris Burgard, who again is the filmmaker of the new documentary, Border. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing real good. How you all doing? We're good. Thanks for joining us today. You know, it looks like in the research you've done and the movie that you made that you're simply trying to report the truth and I think uh, truth of truths find a solution and get it, get it happening. Is that where you're coming from? Yeah, I mean, originally it was just to capture a piece of what I thought was important American history and, you know, if nothing else, have it on film for my kids and then that turned into the movie and I thought I was done with that but then two years after finishing principal photography, when when ranchers that I, I met and made friends with down there are calling me up and saying, hey, we're still finding a lot of dead bodies and people are still dying in our cow pastures trying to get in the country, I hear that from these folks down there, but I don't hear the presidential candidate even even broaching the subject. I, I thought maybe uh, maybe I could help them and come up with some ideas for them. <laughs> Wow. They could use some help, baby. Hey, hey, they don't need to do my plan. If they get a better one, I'm all I'm, that's great. Yeah. Let's, let's just do something. We're looking for solutions. So, you you were a ballet dancer, a rodeo bull rider, Hollywood stuntman, film director, and actor, and um, it seems to me that you have you're just not a pie in the sky, but you have. Um, <laughs> You connect from different angles uh, to life, you know. It's like you don't just approach from one direction like a rodeo person. You've been sort of in the mix in a lot of ways. Uh, To me, that might make your point of view more universal and not just one-pointed. More believable. Well, wow, gosh, guys, I don't know what to say. I mean, I've had a a heck of an adventure for life, and I've been blessed to be able to do a lot of things and have a lot of experiences. 
Um, as someone that used to wear tights for a living, I know a little bit about being prejudged. So, I'd give you a whistle call right I now. I thought the gals liked that. Yeah, and that's, that's one of the reasons I put that in the movie, because if you start saying anything about the border, it's gotten better now, but like a year and a half ago or so, automatically people were jumping out of the woodwork to call you a racist. I mean, when I went to go make this movie, people were saying, and people I know for 20 years, hey, why do you want to go to the desert and make a movie about right. it? You know, and it's just crazy, but, you know, I, I, I'm a cow, uh, you know, I, I'm a cowboy. I, I, I relate to the ranchers. That could be my ranch down there. And at the same time, yep. I have friends that I've, I've, you know, dug post holes with and sweated with that have come here illegally from Mexico because they couldn't put food on their table back in their home villages. It was that corrupt. And if you could give these guys three or four ways they could stay home and be with their families and, and, and be able to pay the bills, they would do it in a heartbeat. Sure. But it's, it's a crazy situation, and it's, uh, it's one where the truth really is not prevalently on display. You know, um, who's running the helm in Mexico? It seems like it's, it has been for many years a vast, corrupt country. Is, is you've been in the mix there? I haven't so much. Is that how it seems to you? It's getting worse. It's getting real worse. In fact, uh, I, since I finished my movie, I've become friends with a fellow named Rusty Fleming, who he's got a film coming out called Drug Wars: Silver or Lead. And Drug Wars could absolutely be the sequel to my movie. My movie shows you what's going on down there, what the problems are, how it's affecting people. His movie goes into Mexico, into the heart of the drug cartels shows you who these people are, how they do business, and how they're running everything. In Mexico, the, the drug cartels pretty much run everything. Well, the drug cartels are running the whole border region. I mean, that's, yes. that's the big thing that's changed in the last 10 years. You know, people say, oh, well, these are just, you know, hardworking people look from, you know, trying to make a better life. Well, but what people don't understand is how those people get into the country is controlled by the drug cartels. And whereas about 92% of the people coming in the country may just be coming looking for work, the 8% that's being smuggled in amongst, you know, this vast wave of humanity is where your criminals and your cartels and all the, the, the narcotics are coming in. And let me tell you, it's probably close to about $110 million a day being made across that border in narcotics. Wow, that's just a lot. By the way... Um I have read a few articles about uh, Chinese uh, paying to come uh, Mexicans about to, fifty to seventy thousand dollars. And is that huge or uh, a lot of money for me? I mean, a, <laughs> a, amount of people, amount of Chinese. Yeah, it, oh yeah, it's, a, it's. I mean, that, that's what I think people don't understand. This isn't just you know poor people coming up from from Mexico or Central America. This is a national, uh, a global syndicate. I mean, they've got people that are recruiting in the Mideast, um, in the Far East. Jesus. And they explain to you, because people might say, well, how does you know, poor Chinese labor come up with $50,000? Well, what happens is you'll have businesses, whether they're convenience stores or restaurants in some of these bigger cities, could be New York, could be other cities, yeah. and they'll go to these these human traders is what they are. I mean, these are people right. that work in the, in, the, in the human trade industry. Yeah. And they'll say, you know, I need two workers, and it's going to cost them fifty thousand dollars a piece. So they'll put up five grand uh, to get them going. Once they get here, they pay them another five grand. And these people are indentured serve, uh, servants like for the sl- next five like, thousand. You know, they work off ten thousand dollars a year. So for five years, they're virtually slaves, working twelve hours, sleeping twelve hours. Right. 
And this this goes on. It's a whole big business. What people don't understand is the drug cartels that are running the border region make as much money smuggling people as they do drugs. Because as you see in the movie, when you get busted with a load of drugs, it's gone, it's taken, it's confiscated. That That's a business loss. Mm-hmm. But if your cargo of humans yep. gets busted, they just send them back and they get to come try back the next day, which is why these guys will give guarantees to their human cargo. Yep. And like you saw in the movie, they used a bunch of kids um, as a decoy. They sent them through the fence. And once Border Patrol rolled in on them, they count how the headlights and they see how many units there are. They know these guys have about 45 minutes of paperwork to do. Boom, boom, boom. They send the rest of their groups out on the other parts of the fence to get by once Border Patrol's resources are all concentrated in one area. Decoys. Knowing Uh, that the people that got busted tonight, they can get through tomorrow. Right. Uh, Our guest today is Chris Burgard. He's uh, done a new documentary, Border. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber. You know, I I understand that there's a tremendous amount of sex slaves being sold and captured and... um, uh, Used. Yeah, is that going across the border? Yeah, it is. And and these girls, well, I I don't know because I'm not in the villages where they're recruited, but... They don't think they're coming here to work in the sex trade. They think they're coming up here to get jobs, sure. get family. Yeah. Yep. And once you're in, you don't get out. And let me tell you some of the conditions these people are kept in. There's the, we cut a part out of the movie where we were at the stash house, and it was basically a, a mobile home in the middle of the desert. Yeah. And um, while we were there, people were we were being scouted and watched, and and while we were there. The level of human feces and stuff, the stench in this motor, in this in this motorhome, and it was only about 80 degrees that day. So imagine it was 100, 110 degrees. Yeah. And they they'll crowd 50 to 100 people in this one single wide, and leave them in there all day so they can't see them from the border patrol helicopters and then move them at night. I mean, the conditions these people are held up in is just unbelievable. You know, there's a there was a place out here um, near San Diego called the Reeds, and it was. Uh, it was this outdoor area where there was real tall grass. And what they do is they would step down the grass to make pathways into these rooms. And they would, uh, people would come out and there would be prostitution taking place in these, these, these places called the reeds. One of the things they liked was, uh, little girls between 7 and 12 and to dress them up in the first communion outfits. Mm. That, that was a big seller. My goodness. How sick. Wow. Yeah. And, and then of course you saw in the movie the rape trees. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell us about the rape trees. The cartels will use these fellows called the Americans call them coyotes. They're the guides. Yeah. Um, the, the in the trade themselves, they call themselves pueros, which means chicken wranglers. We, in America, we call these people immigrants or illegal aliens. Down in the business down there, they just call them chickens. Mm-hmm. So what these coyotes will do is sometimes they'll when they get on our side of the, of the border. They'll, they'll rape women, and sometimes these women will have the kids with them or their husbands or their wives, and there's nothing these people can do. The coyote has complete control, and after he's done raping these, these women, he'll have them hang their panties up in a tree, so it becomes like a trophy tree. Trophy. And this coyote here can compare how many panties he's got in his tree compared to the people down the street, and it's uh, it's, it's, just... it's not a good place. I mean, I... I, uh, I imagine the energy there must be... 
pretty mm-hmm. awful with all that fear and abuse you, going on. You know, I, I, did, I was about to say that. I was like, I don't know these people who think I'm too weird if I no. start talking about let me tell you, I went to one place where the trees weren't hanging up, the, uh, the the panties weren't in the trees, but it was a place where there was real soft sand and one blanket and nothing but but, but female panties around there. Mm-hmm. And before I even noticed how many panties there were, the hair was just standing up on my arms and yeah. my neck, Ugh. and it just felt kind of cold. Yeah. And then uh kind of realized where I was. And you talk about bad energy. It just kind of wells up, makes you feel like you need to cry or something. And yeah. Yep. It, we, it was, you gotta know. You, you how, got a heart, my fellow man. Yeah, you gotta know how sick these people are that they can do it over and over and over again. I mean, their hearts are black and dark. Black, yeah. I mean, this is you know, people talk about evil not existing in the world. I mean, you saw, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you saw that 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 girl that was about what a hundred yards from a from a, a a water tank. Yes. You know what kind of human being doesn't walk a hundred yards with water to save a girl's life? Hey, just left her there. Yeah. yeah. Black Hearts. So, uh, your website, uh, you can order your movie on? Bordermovie.com, you betcha. Bordermovie.com. You know, we recommend it because um, Chris, Chris, Chris Burgard has searched out the facts. And, you know, as I read your material and as I watch your movie, I don't see a bias. All I see is a man trying to, there's a blaring problem uh, decadence going on in Mexico, being brought over in America, some of the decadence over here, and it's getting worse and worse, and, and something needs to be done about it. Now, do you think something can be done? Uh, and I do, and I, I thank you for your comment, but I, I have developed a bias, and my bias is is, is with is with our, our, our federal government because the Mexican people and, and other immigrants are getting hurt down there. The ranchers are living in fear. And this is something we could fix. And these people have been begging for help. These are people that pay their taxes. These are people that have called their congressmen. They've written the Senate. The, the ranchers? The ranchers. Yeah. And they are still not getting help down there. And it's, I never thought, I mean, for my two biggest surprises were one, running into this stuff and seeing what it's really like. And then two years later, it's still going on. Yeah, me too. Okay, we're going to have to pick this up after break. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, helping humanity wake up one show at a time, Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today is filmmaker Chris Burgard, who's uh, done the documentary Border, and we will be right back. Ever wonder what a spiritual path is? Maybe you're on one right now. Take Mastering Ourselves host Keith and Charmay Amber's free quiz. Find out if you're on a spiritual path. Find out at www.masteringourselves.com. You'll be amazed at all the nooks and crannies that make up a spiritual path. Keith and Charmay Amber specialize in delivering unique, usable, and easy-to-understand, life-transforming information that can bring you inner freedom and peace. Check out Mastering Ourselves. Go to www.masteringourselves.com. Don't forget to take the free quiz. Jumpstart your spiritual path today.